Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. And today on the show, joining with me are the uh, long running uh, Milwaukee heavy metal band. You good there? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Ahab's Ghost with me. Um, they have a new record that just came out. It's called Curse, uh, streaming everywhere. Uh, they've been a band for about a decade, and I'm excited to talk to them about their run, their artistry, and why they do what they do. So. I'll let you guys introduce yourselves and what you play in the band uh, going down the line. I'm Joe, I play bass and sing. I'm Sam, and I play drums. And I am Jake, and I play guitar, and I guess sometimes sing. Yeah. <laughs> when called upon. Yeah, right. Welcome to the show, boys. Good to be here. Good to have you here. Good, good to be here. Good to be here. Sure yeah. thing. Um, yeah, uh, how are we doing today? How are you guys going so far? Oh, man. Just waking up, man. Yeah. The morning was a little bit rough, but was it? Uh, <laughs> you don't say. Well, I saw you at uh, last <laughs> night. Uh, little hair of a dog. Right? Yeah. Exactly. I yeah. got up at 4 a.m. this morning. Oh, no. 4.30. <laughs> <laughs> you have work? No. Oh, you I'm just, just got on out. that grind. <laughs> hey, mad respect to that. <laughs> you either, it's funny because there's, there's two kinds of people in the world that do that. You know, there's those that, there's those that are either going to bed at 4 or they're getting up at 4. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say that Sam is the most responsible of all. <laughs> he is definitely. Yeah, yeah man. Um, well, good for you doing the early grinds. Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Milwaukee. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. Uh, I myself had a. Uh, woke up at like 10 or so. I uh, was out uh, seeing the Brat Sounds uh, yeah. album release party. Shout so out to Brat Sounds. Is it Brat Sounds? It is Brat Sounds. Okay. I confirmed that last night. Because I always figured it was Brat because of Wisconsin. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I thought that. And um, he actually, uh, Scott corrected me okay. uh, in the interview. He's like, contrary, it's actually Brat Sounds. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that's. Good clarification. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> good, to, good to have. But um, that was a killer show. Um, they were really fucking good, a ton of fun. Uh, Yum Yum Cult is one of my favorite Milwaukee bands too. Those guys That's are great. A great name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Yum Yum Cult. Yeah, they're. Um, they also performed. Uh, yeah, it was oh, an yeah. overall solid night. Um, and all the always great Mark Adams. Mark Sob Adams. Yeah. Yes, Sob. Shout out those guys. <laughs> and then uh, was it Slug Projector? Yeah, the I first that was, that I missed was, them, but yeah, I only actually saw maybe the last five songs. I was working at Bremen beforehand, oh, yeah. so right, yeah, door guy, right? Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Well, uh, good shit. Um, I yeah. So what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity, and I was fortunate enough to see Ahab's Ghost uh, this summer, I believe. It was a couple, yeah, that a couple was. like late summer. Or is it high dive? Mm. Right oh. Yeah, when did that when did that asshole leave town? Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, who I think uh, that was the beginning of August. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 And then I forget who was who else is playing that night? Do you remember? Uh, Platinum Boys. Boys yeah. Oh. That was the first time we'd ever played with them. Yeah. Which is kinda weird. Yeah, it is really weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've known all those dudes for years and years. 
playing in basements with those guys, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember. Okay, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah, yeah that was a gnarly ass night. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was electric in there. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. we covered Freebird. <laughs> was that? Did someone ask you to, or did you just no. do it? I was like, Bulon's leaving. He's you know moving out of the city. Let's do Freebird. That Let's fucker. see that fucker. Yeah. God. Uh, I think I'm gonna go Michigan. see him in February though. Word. I'm gonna go out to Denver. Oh hell yeah. Hopefully I'll be able to breathe out there. Yeah, right? Yeah, for exactly. Being overweight and a 10-year smoker. <laughs> I don't know how Denver's going to treat me. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so that, uh, miss that dude a lot. Uh, make sure you bring a 12-ounce a can of Miller Lite for him. Oh, yeah. Not the 16-ounce. Oh, you think that you can buy... Do they sell Miller in the Milwaukee airport? I don't know. Because I know you can get like Spotted Cow once you're past security. Okay. Spotted Cow. If you can get Nuclearis products. Oh, good. It's not just. Yeah. <laughs> they only sell Spotted Cow. Yeah, right. Yeah, I I got, I had the fortune of having him here uh, right before he left. And, um, oh, it was, uh, it was such a, uh, such warm energy like that that guy radiates. Yeah, I love Oh, He's man. the best. Yeah, he really is. Um, Wonderful smile, great teeth. Great teeth. He's <laughs> got very, very handsome nice. guy. He's got oh, some nice. fine teeth. Opalescent. I must say. Just floating with Beaumont this whole time. Yeah, just to the camera. Yeah. Alabaster. Yeah. But big shout out to that guy. Ivory. Also shout out to Platinum Boys, of course. Yes. Um, Joey was here a couple days ago. Sorry. And. Uh, yeah, he was not wearing the hat, unfortunately. I was a little disappointed, <laughs> but uh, much love to that guy as well. I love Joey. Um, yeah, so um, I guess to start, um, we'll have to talk a little bit about uh, your guys' uh, backgrounds in music. So uh, how long have, uh, we'll go down the line, how long have you guys been playing uh, music in your lifetimes as a creative outlet? Oh, man. Oh, man. Man. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> shit, I mean, like, um, in terms of actually physically manifesting music with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a little bit of this. Yeah. A lot Con of these. Conjuring it up. Yeah, Brett. Um, probably since, like, you know, age 13 or 12 or something like that. Um, in terms of actually playing cooperatively in bands with other people, middle middle high school, you know, yeah, sure. pretty much as early as as you have the camaraderie to do that, yeah, you start doing that. Right. So um, it's been a while. For sure. Yeah. yeah. The days of playing the talent show. It's right, your only right. gig that you are, you practice for. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, all year long you, yep. you're up for it. <laughs> that one song. Finally <laughs> you come out and just fail in front of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't this band, but I have a fun story about a talent show. I'm excited. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to get to you up there. You, you, you stick with that one. How about you, Sam? Uh, so I have, I've been kind of involved with music for a, a very long time. So my older brother played music, and that's kind of how I got into playing. He played guitar. Um, and I, I played like upright bass and tenor saxophone for like multiple different years, so nice. I'm technically a bassist first. Um, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we can be. We're here, to, we're, yeah. we're here to learn about each other, you know. <laughs> Weird little factoid. And then, uh, in like seventh grade, I, I want to say people just like everyone played guitar, nobody played drums. 
That is super true. And everybody was just like looking for a drummer, and I was like, I can figure that shit out. <laughs> right. I like. I would like do things. Yeah. And then. That was probably in like seventh or eighth grade. Um, and then I started playing guitar maybe like seriously 2007. We got kind of together as a band like 2009, I want to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. And I was in a couple bands, um, like really shitty bands uh, <laughs> prior, like the, the typical middle and high school bands where like nobody really is taking it seriously. Right. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that was probably like 2005 to 2008 or nine. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of started, yeah, doing doing shit, doing the thing, yeah, yeah. schlepping, schlepping. <laughs> Jake, how about you? So initially, I would say in elementary school, I played violin for like three or four years, and then I didn't do an instrument again until I was 11. And that's when I picked up guitar. And then I'd say like two years after I started playing was when I started playing like bands. Mm-hmm. Um, so shit, I mean, I guess my entire life. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Good chunk of it at least. Yeah. I also, after high school, went to MATC and went through their like music program. Yeah. Never got my associate's degree because gen eds can suck it. They're terrible. Oh, it's They're the worst. Awful, man. Well, yeah. it's the worst too when like, yeah, I know this stuff. I yeah. don't know why I have to take this class. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or you have to take zoology. Yeah. I took fucking zoology at UW. It was, I hated it, man. I got a C. I got a fucking C. <laughs> you think that it would be like, yeah. that would be an easy class. It would yeah. be like, is this a zebra? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what you think. That is what you would think. You're like, oh, that animal belongs to that you know, classification, yeah. you know? We like, didn't even go to the zoo once! Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, you're actually learning about the um, the uh, the limbic systems of undersea worms. That's what you're learning Sick. about. Yeah. Well, yeah. That should be what the class is called, then. And, exactly. <laughs> 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 and you, you know I'm applying that knowledge to everyday uh, life, right? Yeah. Someday it'll come up. I'm sure it will. Sure it'll be early. It'll get you out of a fight at a bar. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. Uh, the the talent show thing, though. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a long-running talent show at uh, our high school where we would go to Christ King. I think high school, or is that like an elementary school? I have no idea what it is. <laughs> Thanks. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you talking about the Battle of the Bands? Yeah, it was a Battle of the Bands. It okay. wasn't a talent show necessarily. But it will that thing will never happen again because of us. <laughs> yeah. uh, they they cut the two cents of the two bands I was in half because we were the same band or whatever. And then when they they tried to stop us from playing, and we just kept playing, and then basically everyone in the audience started just like tearing shit apart <laughs> and, and like throwing stuff like, <laughs> the place. and just the, demolition. Yeah, and they the best is when they tried to actually physically oh, pull the plug. Yeah, they tried to pull the plug out the, and unplug an amp, and our buddy Rudy. 
ran on stage and tackled the amp so they couldn't like turn it off. (laughs) Holy fuck. It was it was wild. And then Willie Young (laughs) with a with a pre-perforated wife beater (laughs) came up, (laughs) jumped up on the stage and went, fuck authority! (laughs) The wife beater down the middle and just had a giant anarchy symbol painted in blood. (laughs) And the And thus the US became an anarchist. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and then as things settled down and we were like packing everything up, Kent Wainscott of uh, CBS News. Oh yeah, yeah. Came up and was like screaming at us and like swearing, like you fucking little shits, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so yeah, that that's how that guy acts. You know what's funny? <laughs> I interned at Channel Twelve and I asked, I shadowed him. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh, it's Channel Twelve. It's not CBS. Yes. Okay. Not CBS. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I've uh, fo- I have actually followed Kent Wainscott around <laughs> on these stories. It's a small world, actually. Yeah. It's funny as so. hell. And then we got everything into the, our, like, parents' van, and as we were leaving the parking lot and turning the corner, like, three police cars were coming oh, in. Man. <laughs> and then, yeah, they, they were never, they never did that Battle of the Bands again. Yeah. It ruined the relationship. <laughs> Jesus. Holy shit. <laughs> that, is, that is intense, man. Yeah, they, uh-huh. Damn. Yeah. And it was all because they tried to, like, uh... They tried Shut to, you guys down. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that, man. They, uh, the, like, vice principal at our school came up to me and she was like, you know, I really think that you need to write a letter, letter of apology and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, we didn't do anything wrong. I'm mm-hmm. not writing that letter. Mm-hmm. Just walked away from her. <laughs> 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 man. Hell yeah, dude. Ruined a probably decades-long relationship with Christ. Yeah. <laughs> hey, stick it to the man, you know? <laughs> For sure. Well, that's that's badass, though. Um, yeah, that was so, much, so like much for 15. so much for talent, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, how did that eventually? So, you guys formed your senior year of uh, high school, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Where did you go to high school? Uh, Tulsa East. Tulsa East. Wow, Tulsa East. To be yeah. clear. Right. You know, some people might might not know the slang. The full name. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Right. Sure, so, yeah, how did the conversation come up? Yo, we should set a band. Um, well, really it's that I had two bands prior to Ahab's Ghost, which was the Comrades and then the Beowulves, and all those just kind of rolled over as, like, a certain person would be let go, or, you know, however you want to put it, and then, like, another person would be added, and we'd keep some of the songs and start writing new stuff. So at that point, we had let go our drummer, and we needed to find a new drummer, and it was like, Sam can do that. <laughs> so, yeah, right. and we, I, uh, I just sang in the band oh, at okay. this point. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he was in the Beowulves, and then came over to Ahab's Ghost. We had a separate bassist, who then ended up leaving for the Marines shortly after yeah. we got Sam, and so I took over on bass, and then... We became a first piece. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, when Sam came into the mix, we went over and did like a kind of trial run with him, mm-hmm. and that like went really well. But the thing that sealed him into us saying like wanting him as a band member is our former bassist Nick got completely naked and he was just holding a drum cymbal 
Sam, it didn't phase Sam, so that was like, all right, this is going to work. If he would have been like, what is going on? Maybe this isn't going to be the correct environment for you. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, like, hey, no, it sounds like something similar, something... Like the cult of nasty, perhaps. You know, <laughs> shout out the nasty boys. Nasty boys. Yeah, great Go guys. see them live, please. Great. Do. Absolute great. Um, sure. So, and then um, that became what would become Ahab's yeah. Ghost today. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, what did you? Uh, where did you come up with the name Ahab's Ghost? I Jake and Field that one. I, I for whatever reason really wanted to have a name that had like. A name in it, mm-hmm. like I always like the band name Harvey Milk, or okay. like you know bands like that that are like kind of a figure that also represents something beyond whatever the band actually is. Right. Like, like, Chains Addiction, man. No, they're awful. Um, <laughs> Allison Chains, man. <laughs> or how about Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Yeah, there you that's go. a great example. There yeah. You go. yeah, for sure. Uh, or like Orlando Doom. Yeah, that was his uh, brother's. Yeah. One of his brother's bands. <laughs> that's so. That's so funny. Like that, actually, yeah. I, that was like inspirational as a middle schooler because they had songs about like Tom Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. And oh, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yao Ming. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that the, Chinese Spaceship of Love was the name of that song. Oh, that's. <laughs> oh, <thank God>. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, man. oh, that's cute. Sailor Moon. Nothing was. <laughs> nothing went untouched. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. No, no, nothing's off limits there. You know. Came with Ahab. That whole idea of somebody like you know, just relentlessly searching for something. Now they never actually mentioned that he's a ghost in the book after he dies. Yeah. <laughs> that's, right, a, right. that's a concept that we came up with. But I figured yeah. he dies in the book, so he has to have a ghost because mm-hmm. he didn't fucking kill the whale. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, he has yeah. unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Which I might be wrong. Sure. Because I've never read that book. <laughs> <laughs> I read it in like middle school. I've gotten like halfway into it. It's a it's a dense fucking book. It is. I am sure. Yeah. yeah. It's bleak. Yeah. It is bleak for sure. Um yeah, so uh like um how did you guys like kinda like how would you describe, you know, when you really started to play out on the scene once you got became a full band? Yeah, I mean, we didn't really have any, like, set, like, venues. I don't think that we were, like, that we stuck with. It was kind of just, like, we'd get yeah, on. Yeah, we'll play anywhere. Yeah. I mean, the other thing, too, is that because of the two bands that I was in before that, I had already had done the groundwork. You know, we, I had connections to venues and stuff like that, so it wasn't like we had to, like, start all over right, or anything yeah. like that. I do remember, like, um... The Borg Ward, yeah. that was yeah. definitely like a formative yes. place. Um, there was a place on Center Street that was called the Vault. Yeah, that place was our like. Oh, yeah, and that's, that's where we fucking learned everything. Yeah, that's kind of where we cut our teeth. Was um, like at least Joe and I would go there occasionally, and I know you were there yeah. occasionally. There was this cat who lived there who would just invite people for essentially open. Open jam nights. Yeah, it started at like 11 p.m. and we would just go until like 1 or 2 a.m. and just kind of fuck around. Um, and I, th- I would say that that's kind of where we got our musician chops. Cool. Like um, just kind of playing, uh, all the while playing shows and kind of doing that sort of thing. Awesome. Yeah. Did, oh, were you gonna say? 
think the first show we ever played was in May of 2009. There was like a walk-in yeah, at our school. Uh, yeah. And it was like a... Was it like walking? It was a fun run. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. fun run. Where you had to like run for 12 hours straight or like mm. some shit like that. <laughs> so they were just trying to thin the herd really. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> but yeah, that we played that. That was a weird thing. But then the in August, he actually left for college. Yeah, that was a weird like yeah. blip. blip and roadmap. we had a fill-in drummer, Chris Kopp, and we played at... Club Garibaldi with this band Cauldron and then a band called Enforcer. I think Cauldron was from Canada and Enforcer was like from Sweden. That was a fucking gnarly night. <laughs> That's insane. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. right. I definitely yeah. fondly remember coming back from college and playing uh, before Valley of Fire. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. That was like a, a sick fucking show just because yeah, like the, the band. The like I remember one of the first times that we really like hung out was that show where y'all played before Valley of Thor oh, at shit. fucking Miramar. Like, yeah, that was the yeah. Yeah. That was a, yeah, that yeah, was I've, like... I've been lucky enough to open for that band twice. Oh, that's awesome. Like, because yeah. it, it was like Halloween or something. Some shit like that. Um, and that was actually the first day I ever smoked weed. Nice. <laughs> 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 solid. Fuck yeah. Damn. 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 Yeah, it's weird, you know, like, we're all only under, we're all still under 30, but like, we have like done a lot of stuff and I think, like there's so many shows and mm -hmm. people will bring stuff up that it's like oh, i forgot that that even <laughs> dude that's so real like, like this whole past year because it became so busy for me like, yeah holy shit like i don't remember things that happened like fucking a month ago i'm like that yeah. seems so long ago already yeah. i feel like that was already a, that was already a different time yeah <laughs> you know? no i mean that's like the earlier you know in my my teens and stuff like it's, that's like seems like decades ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think what adds a layer of complexity too is that like we have oh. known one another mm -hmm. for so long. Like I've yeah. known Joe since kindergarten and Jake yeah. since like first grade. Yeah. yeah. We've all known one another for yeah, there's, like twenty plus years. Yeah. Besides the ten years of a band, there's twenty years of like friendship. Right. You know? And you all are fucking sitting on this couch together after <laughs> yeah. that time, like, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> It, that's so whack, man. I mean, I yeah. hate uh, it. Oh, it's so <laughs> yeah. I can't stand creatively, oh, yeah. uh, dude. Emotionally, I can't, I can't, I can't <laughs> stand my friends, man. <laughs> They're pains in the ass, but I love them to death. People just want us to keep playing, so <laughs> right. yeah. the show must go on. It's, yeah, right. Got to give the people what they demand. Yeah. So it's all for you. <laughs> right. So on that note, this new record you came out with just now. Uh, Last week or two weeks ago? Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. We have every record besides the first one we've released on a major holiday. Oh, nice. Right. National holiday? Yeah. I guess. Hey, man, that's some good rage. Yeah. Um, so this. Oh, yeah, 420 is just not enough. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, right. It's a, it's a socially imposed holiday. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a pro protesting holiday. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> So this record, um, so I guess like, uh, uh, how would you describe like the recording process for this thing? How long did it, were you guys working on this thing? Well, mostly let you take that. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause so, Sam's the engineer. Yeah. He's the, the guy. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, I, I do a little engineering out of a studio 
that I call Hills of Vfram. Okay. Um, I'm like the only engineer, it's literally just me. Um, and kind of how we fielded this uh, was with a refined scope. So like the whole idea was either go back into a professional studio and spend like a lot of money or kind of throw a little bit of money into recording it ourselves and kind of really trying to get better results out of yeah. what we had already previously built on. Mm -hmm. um, and so for this record, uh, I had, the, uh, we're in another band called Shogun. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The bassist of that band built us an isolation cabinet. And so this, this isolation cabinet is two separate areas, one for bass and one for guitar. And so that means that we all have individual headphone mixes and so we're able to record in our practice space. Um, so then I bought like $600 worth of drapery to like put on the walls. <laughs> and I know that sounds ridiculous. Mm, just the um, word drapery is ridiculous. Drapery? Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. That's that's a word you didn't think you'd ever have to <laughs> yeah. say. But went to Ikea and yeah. depleted them of yeah. the yeah. stock. <laughs> Sir, can I help you? Oh no, I'm just looking for some drapery. <laughs> no. uh, so yeah. this was tracked uh, live all in less than a week, technically. Like all of what the, the takes that we used yeah. were mm -hmm. all tracked within a week. Um, except for overdubs. Overdubs probably lasted one to three months after mm -hmm. that kind of knocking out guitar rhythm and solos within the first month. And then vocals kind of like within one to three months, mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more. Um, and then mixing was kind of, because it was all on our own schedule, whenever we could uh, allocate practice time or weekend time. So it was... I, I could for sure yeah. say that mixing actually took an entire year. Yeah. Because I got a Facebook memory the other oh, day yeah. that was like, we just got done with the first round of mixing. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, and I think what one ended up happening is just um, there was a lot of stuff that had to be re-overdubbed and then remixed and stuff like that. So it, it's definitely been a slow kind of uh, constant uh, chipping away. And I'll, I'll add to that, too, that at a certain point we started playing a lot more again. There was a long time where we were playing once every like four months. Yeah. And and that was just because like, I don't know, fuck it, all you people. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Make them wait. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we um, just play. We do this for us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But when no more were playing, it was like we couldn't be getting yeah. work done because then we had to just be Practice practicing. Yeah, you know, right. so... That, yeah, that that kind of workflow is different. Yeah, and I think too with like not going into a studio either. There wasn't this deadline, so yeah, it was like, yeah. well, I mean, we have all the time in the world. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and it's not like we hadn't already not released something in five years. Right. So <laughs> yeah, what's what's another six months? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I think that that was the approach that we took to tracking a lot of the solos and vocals. It was very selective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think on previous releases, we were definitely under more budget and time crunches. Mm -hmm. And so this one kind of, we could spend as much time as we want on developing sounds or trying to get drum sounds or, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, though I will say that, like, the actual live tracking was pretty straightforward. We did, like, um, because the isolation cabinet, I probably had 10 channels dedicated to drums. Yeah. 
two it, channels dedicated to her bass, one to guitar. I, I think of that, that having that thing built was clutch. Yeah, it, yeah, awesome. it makes a lot of a difference. Yeah, because yeah, what you're able to do, like what what why people do that and like why it's cool. Um, <laughs> why so it's fucking cool. cool. So, 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 so fucking, fucking cool. cool. It is so cool. <laughs> so um, cool. So you're able to like uh, multi-track drums. So that would be like snare top, snare bottom, rack top, rack bottom, rack uh, rack two, rack three, etc., etc. So you have multiple different microphones on different sources. So then you're able to solo all the drums at once. And usually there's a fair amount of bleed. So you'll hear guitar amp or bass or whatever because it's in the same room. Uh, what the isolation cabinet kind of does is it minimizes that a whole lot. And so really it's only in like the overheads and the yeah. microphones. And it was like barely yeah. there. Yeah. Like there. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I, the drums sound, in my opinion, fantastic on this record. And I mean, yeah. that's because, you know, you're not getting any of the other like bullshit sound from me and Joe. Yeah. 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 And then it also enables us to do better, higher quality overdubs after. Like it's more difficult to get the take because the timing has to be like in lock mm -hmm. with a, a take that you had already done before. Mm -hmm. um, but like the sounds that you're getting will be better just because when I'm micing rhythm guitars, it's only guitar, um, yeah, only yeah. vocals, and there's no mm -hmm. bleed in those for those takes. And then we like there was one point where we were mixing it, and then we were like. The, the guitars just sound a little thin, and then we just doubled everything. More <laughs> <laughs> guitar tracks on every everything. Song. Yeah. yeah. So the rhythm guitars, um, I believe, are uh, two microphones per channel. So it's like an SM57 and an AKG414, a C124 or something. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Uh, <laughs> and so that's like yeah. one channel, that's the left, yeah. and then there's a second one on top of that, and then there's a right channel, and then there's another right channel on top of that. Yeah, sure. So it's like eight channels and eight channels. Yeah. A lot of the projects were like over 100, 100 channels, like stupid big. Before. Yes. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> uh, this, this boy's a wizard. That's... It's like my mind is calculating all, you know, it's, just, it's like I'm going into, I'm debugging right now. <laughs> that is a lot, though. The deep rank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I wanted to point this out. The album artwork is really cool. Uh, yeah, tell me a little bit about that thing. That's uh, our, our good friend, also from, like, middle school and high school, uh, Allie Wong. Okay. She did our first LPs cover as well back in high school. Yeah. Where, so, and then she went to... Myad school in Maryland. I forget what that art school is called. Uh, and then she now lives in Italy and does like art in Italy. That's <laughs> and, like, amazing. Very professional. Oh yeah, yeah. extremely. Like, I, spreads in I might, I, fair yeah, I, I might have that wrong, but it's something like she does. Yeah, like work for like Vogue, Milan, That's or you incredible. know, like and. So it's it's cool like if you take those two covers and you go like here's just like an artist in high school doing this thing and now like here they are yeah, ten years yeah, later like yeah. it is that cover is amazing it is yeah. I I mean personally like I really love green against purple like that's mm -hmm. just like, I love that. <laughs> 
pretty green. Yeah. Weird. It's, it's green. I'm yeah. colorblind. Yeah, so oh, got, yeah. I've never... <laughs> yeah, there's green in there. <laughs> yeah, there is green. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but, but I like that. I like the scheme a lot. It's, um, yeah. It's no, striking. She, yeah, and we gave her maybe, like, ten, ten words. And then the and then nice. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's what she gave back to us. And I, at some point she had sent, like, a... Like an almost done thing, and I was like, "That's almost done. Like uh, that's yeah. fucking yeah, amazing." Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I see that every time. Like one of my artist friends is working on some shit, and I'm like, especially if like it's something I've requested, like asked sure. them to make, and they're and I'm like, they'll show me what they're working on, and I'll be like, "Holy fuck, this is amazing! Whoa. This is so good." And they're like, "I'm not even done." I'm like, "Yeah." What? I thought you were giving me this as, like, this is it, but no, like, there's, yeah, like, that's, man, like, these artists, you know, those that have gone to school for said design is, uh, you know, they, it's amazing. Go follow her on Instagram. I think it's Allie, Allie Wong. Is her... Give her a shout out. Yeah, I'll yeah. tag her in it. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, perfect. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, like we really can't say enough positive words. Oh. Like, um, kind of to your point, like you kind of walk in with certain preconceived notions of what the quality will be like. And I remember getting the first rough draft back <laughs> and just being like, God, "Fuck." Yeah. yeah. Just kind of like, I don't uh, think you really need to do anything yeah, else. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, uh, I think what's special is that it coincides with like the theme of the album. Yeah. And like not a, a not a like a overt way. Sure. Like we are not like the spooky band. <laughs> uh, uh, right. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Yeah. <laughs> but I think that it does definitely like the the mythos and like the imagery, all of that shit yeah. matches. Kind of what we're after. Yeah, we're conjuring demons. All right, well, especially with that unrelenting energy on this record, it's incredible. Thanks, man. thank you. You <laughs> bet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I was like, uh, when I listened to this the other day, I was uh, just sitting in my room, right behind us. I'm like, I should like be out on a run right now or something. You know, like, I should go out. You know, go run. I should be going down uh, down to the park and you know just. Running into the woods, like <laughs> hitting shit, you know, <laughs> kicking yeah. shit. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, like um, for sure. Uh, what? So curse. What? Did, so what did that word uh, kind of symbolize? What you guys are going after? Way. We've always had like it's taken us a long time to like release stuff. Yeah. And like, there's always like things that'll happen where like writing gets kind of curbed or you know all that type of stuff and. It's just more about the like we're cursed. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. just you know, we can't we seem to not be able to get stuff done. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. And I guess this was kinda like the stamp of like that's not gonna happen anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Yeah. Like we're already writing new stuff. Yeah. Like that's yeah. you know I think yeah. creatively, like uh, it's it's difficult to be creative because the perception of others uh, does influence like your creativity like what I mean by that is in a lot of ways until you release something until you're able to show somebody some tangible work that you've mm-hmm. done yep. uh, there is really no burden of proof there yeah like yeah. the concept hasn't been verified in terms of like whether it's legitimate or not 
and so I think uh, having <clears throat> released stuff that is like the proof of concept. Yeah, that's a good um, point. And even in the, like our like mixing of this, there was a certain point that, like, I just kind of went like, we can do this forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like this sounds really good. We should like be done with this. Yeah. Like we can nitpick everything because we think that. You know, people are gonna go like, "Well, I don't know why they didn't do that," or you know. But it's like, we're—I don't want to say perfectionist because I hate that word. But like, we are very hard on ourselves. Yeah, uh, right? and it took a year to mix this record. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, totally. Exactly. I—I I, I agree because you know, perfectionist is like a word that sort of. So it's how I compare it to the word professional. Well, it also aligns with actually like working hard constantly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, no, I mean, you guys were, you were on your own time, on your own clock and uh, mm. on your own momentum with this thing. Um, and uh, like, I know what you mean. Like, um, just being, you're like, Self-critical, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, and that can like, uh, to a fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you said you were writing new material. Very yeah. early stages, but yeah, yeah, yeah right. Uh, so I guess like more to the point, going into this new year, twenty twenty. Like I guess like uh, you know, what are you anticipating? Uh, I know you mentioned earlier, Jake, that you guys are playing more shows or trying to play out more at least. Yeah, so, yeah. I guess like, what are some of your goals right now? I mean, I don't know. If yeah. you have some answer, yeah. go for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. for uh, for this new record that we're kind of, like, envisioning, we sort of just have it uh, mapped as of yeah. right now. Like, like most other creative processes, you kind of have to start with brainstorming, right. and brainstorming gives you, like, a concept that you can then expand on. New storyboarding. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, Literally, I mean, we have a whiteboard that... Yeah, yeah, like specific ideas and concepts yeah. that we want to convey, and like, are we talking about morality and like important <laughs> adult things? Yeah. Uh, I know that with this record, we are um, trying to be more intentional about um, it having a personal aspect. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, because I think that sometimes we get. Uh, maybe written off as being like a silly heavy metal band yeah. like just because of the imagery that we use Fucking right Shepherd Express. um and so they, is that what they call it? <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ yeah. Shepherd I, there was a review one time of a show that we played and they said it about like all the bands and it really just seemed like you just don't like metal yeah, like right. i don't know why you're reviewing the show yeah like, right <laughs> i you know and that's kind of a philosophy i try to follow with breaking and entering I'm not gonna cover something I don't like, sure. and I feel like any music reviewer or any music anyone who does music journalism, I wish yeah. more people followed that philosophy yeah. because you don't, you shouldn't do that. You yeah. know, yeah. you shouldn't knock someone else's artistry just because it's not for you. For sure. Right. But like Sam was saying, that it's like it, it does. I think sometimes it seems like that because like when we play live, like we're having fun. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh yeah. I don't know why metal has to either be like. You're like fucking Angry. serious, or like you're kind of like a joke. Yeah, right. You know, I don't yeah. know why there can't be that middle ground. Like, we're fucking here to party and like put on a good show, and we laugh on stage yeah. and like joke around and stuff. And like that's, I don't know, that's who we are. That's yeah. like it's how it yeah. should be. We're not, we're not gonna put on some sort of weird like persona no. on right. stage. Yeah. You know, right? 
Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah, so I think that we're trying to get a little bit more introspective yeah. and, like, uh, talk about our feelings. <laughs> so, uh, hey, that's, hard, that's hardcore, man. I think I feel <laughs> statements. Yeah, <laughs> All right, there we go. 20, yeah. 2020 is the year of Ahab's Ghost Woke. That's the name of the Can new record that we're going to play. Ahab's Woke. <laughs> woke Ghost. Woke um, <laughs> <laughs> I said it, but then that's actually <laughs> speaking things into existence, baby. Uh, another thing too is like the records that we've released prior to this, where like it kind of it takes a while to get them written, and like even like the EP stuff that we've released, like that has five songs on it. Those five songs to be written over two years, right? And. That's a lot of time for things to change. Yeah, they become a time capsule. Yeah. yeah, and I think that with this, the next thing that we're gonna venture into, that we want it to be more like cohesive and like really like written all like at the same time, and not have this where like all three of us are having our ups and downs in our lives, and yeah. things change, and we write where they're like. I mean, I think that this that curse has really like a cohesive sound to it yeah. but like the songs are very singular mm -hmm. you know like they're they have all been written over the last five years yeah. you yeah. know yeah. i would say that like the um the other thing that we're kind of like at least i've i've been thinking about um like allowed with these gentlemen is the idea that like being in a band has kind of changed like um with with the introduction of the internet like there is definitely more of a push towards singles yeah. and releasing yeah. video content of singles as opposed to records yeah. Yeah. so like um i i look to bands like wolfpack as maybe as an example of a strategy that we can um that we can maybe like ride in on the coattails of like um, that doesn't mean that we're going to be writing joke songs for YouTube like tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, but, we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that we are trying to understand like how how we interact with how people process music today. Because mm -hmm. it is not like sending your record to all the college radio stations in yeah. America, and then you get on the radio stations, and then you tour, and then you do that thing. Like that is yeah. definitely a modality that exists. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think that it's a lot more about like uh, branding yourself on the internet mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. um, trying to trying to really do that marketing and yeah. get that network and leverage that network and yeah. do that uh, online game, um, mm -hmm. which none of us, I would say, have like a particular strength or interest in doing that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's like the difficult. Uh, yeah, I made nature one Instagram story post today for this and have not done anything else <laughs> yeah. in the like hour that we've been together. Yeah. Really today, you know. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, that's, I think that part of this whole like digital branding age comes with the. Um, you know, the, the, the simultaneous uh, shortening of people's attention spans. That's why yeah, singles yeah. are so big. Yeah, That's why totally. albums are getting shorter. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm an album guy. I like That's albums. That's same. how I consume same. music. Yeah, um, I, you know, like, I will sit through a record as long as I have to. I will mm. pause it. You know, if I have to go do something, I'll pause it and then go back to it later and finish mm. it. Like, that's just, you know, 
like it's a full idea of like an artist's, you know, what their messages are trying to get out here. Mm. But you know, yeah, like singles are. I mean, and like by all means, like there's a lot of artists that are going that route and are successful in it. But yeah, no, like I, I believe in the retention of that that format because like I don't know. I mean, it's a full picture of who the artist is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would, like I think that the rock record, like the '70s rock record, is uh, the best format for me. Like yeah, in terms yeah, of what yeah. I enjoy most, like the the functionality of each song within a record. Mm-hmm. Like I really love that as an archetype and as a really? format. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's kind of how we write traditionally, at yeah. least. Like and there's the three bangers, and then there's like some ballad and right. like some waltzy shit in six and like Mm. I don't know bluesy stuff or whatever and too I think on like on anything that we've released we really like almost weirdly to almost like a story or something Mm -hmm. like number tracks yeah like I mean you know we put them in an order that like we comb over like meticulously very intentionally like we put everything in a certain order and we were just listening to like the ends and beginnings of each and just like making sure that they like fit right. like you know right. there's and it's weird like I mean we, we've talked about this that for our next stuff is like I'm fine with us like releasing singles and then you know at the end of it we'll pick nine of the songs of all the stuff that we release and then re- add, like re-record everything mm-hmm. and then release it mm-hmm. yeah yeah I know vinyl is on the hopes for 2020. Yeah, good. That's like a hell yeah long yeah. roundabout. I know answer. Yeah, yeah. It'll it'll just be a, a short run <laughs> type yeah. thing, but right. yeah, maybe I don't know. More if anybody out there wants to finance, uh, yeah, curse hundred records vinyl. <laughs> it's like fifteen bucks a, a record, something like that is what they cost. Yeah, I mean I'm yeah like. <laughs> You want to do it? I'm, oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, bud. Sweet. Yeah. All right, this is over. We that gotta... was perfectly agreed on. <laughs> not even with words, just with my, like, with my nonverbal cues. You just, you just said, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that um, I, uh, no, I like, massively support local artists uh, going to vinyl. Um, you know, uh, Today happens to be Social Caterpillar's LP release party. Oh, like at uh, Riverwest Public House. Like, uh, uh, Steve was kind enough to give me a re- uh, copy because uh, I had him on the show last week, and it, I love seeing local artists going viral. Mm-hmm. So I totally encourage. And it's like a bucket list thing for me. It is. Yeah. Being yeah. on vinyl. Yeah, to be able to like physically see your credits yeah. on a record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to be able to like look at the album artwork right. on and the liner format is yeah. fucking And sick. also particularly this album artwork yeah. deserves more than looking at it on a phone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, agree with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean dude, like yeah, I'm you know, I still geek out every time I uh, you know, when I'm at the record store, I pick up a something that I've been looking for for years yeah. or something that like I'm just super like that I got into recently and here it is like I get so fucking excited to like bring it home and throw it on my turntable you know yeah. it's mm-hmm. it is such a gratifying experience so yeah. I hear I, I can, can I consume music in that same way so sure. I and sure. I think a lot of people do yeah I think a lot of people 
you know, admire that. It's it's definitely like experiencing a a uh, revival. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think on this on this note, I think VHS tapes are gonna have a, a revival at some point. Sure. What do you think about beta? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Laser disc. How you yeah. Laser disc. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, guys. We're gonna close out here. All right. We did some great work. Talking about the record, talking about your music and everything, so we're gonna go down the line. Uh, I ask everybody these closing questions, so start with you over here. Mm -hmm. What keeps you up at night? Ooh, the threat of nuclear war. Yep, that's a that's a big one. That is a big one. No, <laughs> that's been an existential fear for many of us in the last couple of decades. Yeah, man. Yeah. How about you? Uh, the uh, the overall pilfering of our ecosystem and the depletion of nitrogen and mm. probably not being able to eat in about 30 years and not mm. having clean air and probably right. just all dying. The greenhouse gases. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Methane. Real happy stuff. <laughs> totally. Hey, impending doom. Yeah. Jake, how about you? Whether or not Han shot first. <laughs> 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 I, I can't think of anything seriously. Yeah, I hate people. People answer that ironically all the time. How about, well, how about this? What keeps me up at night is the chemical imbalance in my brain. <laughs> no. Oh, that's it. Oh yeah. yeah, that actually does keep me up at night. <laughs> yeah. you, know? Yeah. you know, that's why I take pills for it. Uh, how about what puts you to sleep though? Um, what puts me to sleep? The sound of a waterfall. <laughs> a beer waterfall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Very nice. ASMR, perhaps. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's common. How about you? <laughs> what puts you to sleep? Um, I would say that, like, uh, despite being extremely pessimistic about the, the, the misfortune of the human race, like, realizing that when we're making creative stuff, uh, you feel really good. Like mm -hmm. you feel like you're contributing and like you're mm -hmm. actually making something and not um, contributing to a cycle of destruction. Like what is mm -hmm. otherwise a cycle of destruction. I agree. I totally agree. I love this, man. This is like this doing this is fucking <laughs> it's it's the best, man. That's, that's that's what I this is what I do to escape that exact thing. Fuck yeah. What puts you to sleep? Tiredness. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a lot of like pure exhaustion. Problems. You just pass out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you watch a lot of movies. And yeah. Yeah. That, that's going to make a connection between albums and movies about liking a like long full thing. Format. Oh long yeah. Format. That's kind of an interest. I never made that connection. Maybe that's why I really like movies, and I also listen to like entire albums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Like. You know, sure, Dances with Wolves is a three-hour-long movie, but one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. If you know, you actually like, you know, even if you have to digest it in increments, you know. Yeah. Same thing with Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah. Also, mm -hmm. the Godfather series. You know, like The Irishman. The I, I haven't seen it yet. I saw it in theaters. Oh yeah. And it was that's a long time to sit in a <laughs> shitty chair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a three and a half hour movie, wasn't it? Oh shit. My god. Oh hell yeah. Well I'm gonna I have to watch all the movies from this year, so we'll yeah. reconnect about yeah. that. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, sir. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. You bet.
Ahab's Ghost, listen to Curse, streaming everywhere. Okay, I love sweat and rock and roll. Love sweat and rock and roll. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.